Look, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. If I don't get a second season of this show, I'm going to be hella pissed. Because the boys got a season three. And that shit is absolute trash. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Utopia on Amazon Prime. This is the fifth episode, Order 2472. It was written once again by Jillian Flynn and directed by Susanna Fogel, who worked on last week's episode as well. I gave this one a 9.2 out of 10. It was nice to get some character development and growth. However, it was also nice not to see Arby not committing more child murder. So we're going to jump right into the recap. We unfortunately do start with a dead child. Why did it have to be African-American child? But I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Uh, There's more children dying of the flu. Just as the news is remarking that there are no survivors... There is this very nice aerial shot of the tents where you see the one Stern is in along with Dale and his daughter. It's much brighter and oranger than the rest. I thought that was just a nice directorial type of uh, shot. Dale gets Michael to test his vaccine on his daughter, begging him to do so despite his precautions and the fact that there is a low chance that it will actually work. He says, well, you don't know what it's like to have a daughter. Having a daughter is like having your heart outside of your body. And I'm like, uh, I'm not sure how that analogy is supposed to work. But sure, Michael eventually agrees. And then we learn of the deception that these are twins, Lily and Charlotte. That they are going, at least one of them is going to be decided upon to die and the other one is going to be decided to live and they ask daddy, we need to get this decided but he's like, I'd rather focus on your last meal. Jesus Christ. Dale then watches both girls eat foods they've never even tried before. You've never even seen a picture of Jello. That's sad. I am with her on the crabs though. The crab legs, that's too much work. I don't care how tasty that meat is and it is with the butter sauce however i'm not taking that home because i will have to clean that up in a restaurant sure (laughs) then the absolute devil in human skin at least one of them kevin christie shows up and they say they want him to pick who will live and who will die Dale is still looking very sad about this entire process. And after his own version of Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, he picks Charlotte, who will have the purest form of death. I was surprised too when she was like, oh, now? Well, let me go get one more piece of food before I die. And then he gives her the flu orally and some type of chip. And before murdering her, asks, what have you done to earn your place in this crowded world. Fuck you. Fuck you. Jessica enters a code for the new safe house, which is much swankier than the previous one. Definitely some oligarch, as she called them, rich ass people. Wilson, totally cool with it as he lounges on the couch. It's filled with some interesting things. I don't know why they would have full on nights armor but whatever jessica asked grant 
where utopia is he says i left it with a friend and she says well that was smart you didn't know me you didn't trust me but now you do so where is it but he can't give her directions he explains a little bit later because he's more of a visual person and needs to show her where it is and i did forget that he ran away from home or ran away from his foster home is what i believe that place is now and so he doesn't know anything about this city and i also keep forgetting <laughs> that they mention this is cleveland ohio and that's where i'm from that's where i'm currently residing so i don't know why i haven't brought that up but go Cavs. becky has a deals attack and i felt so bad for her during this as she's knocking things over she's trying to find a safe place for her damn though was in on it because no one else seemed to notice that she was in distress he is not quite understanding what's happening he's asking if it's deals is she choking she can't respond both end up in the bathtub her exhausted him supportive and it was rather sweet and tragic at the same moment though damn i know they stink everybody needs a shower but he was out <laughs> to the crack of dawn burying a body i know he is right back to operation michael stearns is going to go down for this he gives charlotte the vaccine who now has the full incursion of the virus and it's terminal l is still sad struggling with this she's still about the agenda like we should take the photos now then lily comes in to chastise dale for being emotional and getting attached you were not even supposed to name us and he's like but i wanted to he raised them apparently from the age of seven and she says you're supposed to raise us to our purpose and that's it and even charlotte's like you should be happy for me and he's able to snap back into the charade back at the house wrapped in a green blanket ian reads becky astrological signs and their meanings and saying that they are both meant to save the world from deadly flus he's trying to cheer her up and put her at ease but she tells him there's no cure you've seen how bad it is and he's like yeah it is bad but we will figure it out and he holds her hand and she's like being all supportive and he's like no girl i'm your man <laughs> i just kind of remember when he's like we don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend but i do want to stay <laughs> basically he can never say i want to do this <laughs> he has to say <laughs> he has to pretend it's something else he's like um we just met and we're boyfriend and girlfriend now if you want to be because i'm totally down with it it's adorable when they come back in the room wilson really go ask where y'all ran off to because you didn't notice she had an attack and ian did have his arm around her as if to say she's claimed jessica gives becky a shot because she says she was spooked not admitting she has deals gives her a shot of liquor one per hour so she doesn't get spooked again because fear is a luxury so is girlfriend and boyfriend stuff she gave ian a look i got my eyes on you becky is definitely jessica's favorite i don't have a favorite yet i think arby might be my favorite at this point and even jessica to an extent because while i like these other characters those two are complicated and more intricate and i find myself more fascinated on the way in which their brains work but 
Becky jokes that no relationships, she's got it, just meaningless sex. But Jessica never takes time for sex. She's like, come on, girl. You ain't you ain't jumped on one dick. You need something to distress yourself. And she says, no, because I don't need someone's dick up in my vagina if I need to run. It's a problem if someone bursts in and trying to handle my business. So basically, I'm an adult virgin. And then probably one of my favorite delivery of lines in this episode. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Says Grant as he looks on the TV and realizes he's being wanted for a family shooting, a family murder. He is now the youngest family annihilator in human history. And Jessica says things are getting dangerous. Dale is literally clutching pearls back in St. Louis saying goodbye to his dearly departed Charlotte. And Lily comes in once again to be like, stop it. Stop mumbling. Stop bumbling. And then takes some scissors and cuts her braid. At least for Dale to remember her by. This is her sister. And they even had the little thing. They're twin sisters too. Oh. But she is headed to the incinerator. And that apparently is a, a, a good thing. Back at the safe house, Jessica is soothing Grant saying, I know you didn't do it. Because he's like, I really didn't do it. Like, seriously. She's like, I know, child. You did not. This is what they do. They go after your friends. They go after your family. And this causes Ian and Wilson to hop online and learn what's going on. Ian first realizes his family has been poisoned. And then Wilson learns he's an orphan. He's like, you lied to me. Jessica's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> because this is what they do. These are the games they play. They are clearly doing this to flush you guys out. And sorry, Ian, you cannot go see your family before they die because you will be captured and they will die anyway. She says this a little bit later, but I'm already summarizing it up. Becky was clickety clackety click on that uh, laptop, but nothing happened to her, which causes Wilson to lose his shit that she isn't suffering too. Hey, assholes. So he tries to get all up in her grill thinking she might be possibly a spy like things are suspicious now maybe we don't know you like we should have known you apparently they've all been friends over utopia for a year so i'm glad that we got a time frame it's like you know me for a year i don't have any family to hurt so i'm sorry that pisses you off it's a logical statement but do we believe her she was doing too much inquiring if you did not have any family to check up on what were you doing now i don't think she does anything shady but she didn't come out and say i got deals so if she got problems with other people in her life she ain't coming out and confessing that either jessica has heard enough she basically tells wilson this is why i didn't tell your ass and stop calling becky a spy the harvest kills they do not sew fucking eye bandages for you as she's been doing the last two days and to be frank she's the only one who has cared about what is going on with your eyeball so stop being an ungrateful bitch and then he leaves upon threat of a razor to the juggler grant leaves with jess they are gonna go get utopia she got him dressed like a prep boy their car is sandwiching so they're gonna have to do it on foot and she tells him to keep your head down and look entitled <laughs> wilson back at the house 
goes up to a child's room and glares and says useless piles of shit everywhere is that just the house or just the things in the room i'm not sure where wilson is at at the end of this episode but he need to get back on the right side of me giving a shit about him the tent in that little girl's room my daughter has a very similar tent except it's just a little bit darker pink and just a touch bigger thomas then goes to visit his father in his tent which is very nice for a one day (laughs) like why did you need a whole setup office but i get it whatever kevin interestingly pours a shot now we just saw who jessica doing the same thing is something that she probably does herself take one shot to calm the nerves every hour but he takes the shot and puts it in a tumbler before drinking it and it's weird and i'm not sure why he would do it unless they were trying to get us correlated for what jessica had done previously i'm not sure why i don't have an answer for that but i picked it up could just be a happy coincidence and he just drinks liquor weird but i did draw that parallel then tells thomas he was supposed to be a twin did you know that he's like yeah he died in the womb and he says i wonder if it was you and your twin if i would be able to make the kind of decision that i just made basically if they both survive and he loves him so much so he doesn't think he could make that decision versus the other children that he doesn't give a shit about thomas tells him he should work on that giving him another sibling as it appears he is being shielded from sacrifice and that's bad pr (laughs) and kevin replies i wish it mattered what we want then he starts talking about the kara situation and that it's a fucking nightmare and that it cut deep as she had interned for him and he had went to her kids christenings so what did he not know because we clearly saw him sanctioning arby so why is he so pissed in this scene like he was unaware that she was indeed the target and maybe that was i'm not sure so i wonder what mimi and shy would take of this moment in this scene because he clearly grabbed the back of his neck in a semi-aggressive nature and then as he is want to he gives credit for the fact that they are successful to lily arby adam and charlotte he was missing from that equation and this was his ploy to set up so the son kept not kevin thomas with his lollipop gonna say we grow useful children did you hear the tv when it said (laughs) the best thing you could do is avoid people with codes i was laughing for a whole three minutes i was like what is this fox news lily is still trying to get dale to reconcile what has happened to charlotte repeating the cult mantra over and over again because he's like what did you do to earn your place in this world today i murdered a child what did you do to earn your place in this world today i helped murder my child (laughs) she was just a baby (laughs) and then the third try he finally is able to snap out of it and get back on track 
when they hear that michael is on his way michael is then tricked into thinking this vaccine works part two of the facade begins when dale parades his cured daughter out in front of cameras and the mob to incite a desire for this vaccine wilson is freaking out still officially becoming his father but he is connecting i believe the dots because he's saying it has something to do with bats and the flu he's making his own whiteboard except it's just on a wall alice and kim see grant on the news and call the popo which is understandable because last they saw homeboy he had a key to the house Becky checks in on Ian who's sitting on the couch and he's more like you can't drink more than than one on the hour and she's like boy you need to take a drink too because you just found out your family's probably going to die. She tells him he can go ahead and go and he's like I don't want to leave and she offers to go with him and he says I don't want you to give up and she says oh I'm not going to give up I'm just going to make sure you're settled and then I'm going to come back and that's not what he wants to hear because he is in it for the long run she says is this about us he's like no okay well like 79 percent. but also my life have changed whether i wanted to or not i've buried bodies i've watched people die (laughs) i'm wanted by assassins my life is officially over and even if i wanted to i can't go back to the lame existence in which it was so he just takes a drink and lays his head on her shoulder but not before remarking that his mom probably would have loved her and she tries to say you know yeah i would tell her why i'm with someone like you but he knows that it's just a fantasy she did (laughs) stearns allows himself and his ego to be persuaded to publicly back his vaccine to push for the fda approval despite valid regulations this is exactly what they were after and kevin calls about a shipping order 242 or 2472 grant and jessica are spotted by an officer so they hide in a bar and allow for and it allows for them to have some r&r playing video games i thought that was a cute scene between them you don't get many cute scenes arby is watching tv when he gets the location of where grant is spotted via a police scanner he throws his rock at the wall and it was the only emotion he showed before leaving it's the first time we've seen arby since his massacre so i believe that he's not happy about needing to go back out there and pursue this but he is going to do his job it's what he's been trained to do christy senior then comes out to the crowd to do his part and say you know i'm the one that messed over the fda and we've got beef and this and that and the other thing and brings up the Sempro shit and says free the vaccine getting on his knees begging the fda to get these people the help that they need pretty much backing them into a corner of approval I feel as if this really wouldn't go down this way. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> We're doing trials. We're not about to just take your word for it. Jessica and Grant are still retracing his footsteps. Kim and Alice are being questioned by the police who are acting like Kim's the problem. Like, why would you let this boy off in your home in the street? How is that any of your fucking business, officer? 
do you need to ask me relevant questions or are you gonna ask me what it, did i have a shit last night do you want to know what it looked like it's my damn business but then the doorbell rings and the one officer goes like killers don't ring doorbells surprise motherfucker it is another officer but arby is right behind him shoots him and the other two then asks where's the boy i don't know where's utopia or where's jessica hyde i don't know who that is where's utopia alice is like i know that and she runs up to get the comic kim is very worried about her daughter of course like she's just a child don't hurt her but of course she should have been worried about herself because she is the one that is killed once alice gives utopia over and i was really sad for alice in that moment because she was like mom and he's she's screaming but she's spared by Arby because he has had enough of killing kids at least i don't know if it's killing or just killing kids i think it's the killing of kids or just following orders i don't know but it was very sad as he tells her to come with him in the kitchen she sits in a beanbag chair while Arby packs a lunch of pbj takes the cross off splits them in half put some goldfish crackers at the bottom of the bag and he tells her shouldn't be long now i don't think he's trying to comfort her but he also knows i just murdered your mom <laughs> as grant and jessica get there they've switched positions or before they get there i should say and the two that switch positions is alice and arby he's now in the beanbag reading utopia and she's at the table rearranging crust i think she was doing something that usually traumatized kids tend to do i'm sure shy has more of an opinion on that then grant and jessica get there and a very fun fight in sues as arby says where's jessica hyde there's jessica hyde they try to get or at least jessica tries to <laughs> get one over on arby but he is surprisingly with his asthmatic ass a badass and whoops her and she flips him off in the one scene where he has both the guns he's pointing them at her and she just gives him the middle finger that was awesome and he tells her not to feel bad it's his purpose to be better than her he will always win and that he is supposed to take utopia and her back with him but he does not want to do it anymore tells jessica that looking at utopia is a bad idea gives her the lunch that he packed for her and remarks that they have the same gun ship it like vex ship it i don't know everything about their meeting felt momentous and epic in a way and i love the split shot of them where she's kind of like following but she ain't gonna follow him co completely and then he kind of comes back and says if you ever need me i will be back home where is home i do not know but i have a feeling it's probably the place where all the kids are being raised and then we see order 2472 is a crate full of bunnies and i'm guessing this has something to do with the flu i don't know what but that is how we ended the episode i am really excited to get into the next one this is definitely my favorite show that i'm covering right now i believe Mimi said it as well that she likes this more than Raised by Wolves. I do as well. It's just fun. It's comedic. It's dark. It's everything that I like in my television. So with that, let's run over to the feedback. Hey, 
So if you want to send feedback, you can send it to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can send it in audio format or you can send it in written form. First up, because I don't have shies yet, <laughs> is Queen Mimi. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. I am uh, sending in my feedback for Utopia, episode five. I am seriously loving this show. Um, it is definitely definitely my favorite thus far. Out of, I mean, excluding the Flash, but we've been through the Flashes. But like every all the new shows that we've watched, I love it i'm telling you i just never know what to expect like i think i know and then i have no idea like oh my gosh i (laughs) it's so funny every time somebody dies that makes me think of shy like they just be dropping bodies every episode she was not exaggerating because this episode was not an exception bodies were dropped and i have to say like the first thing i wrote in my notes were this show is so fucked up (laughs) That was the first thing I said, because when I realized that the the doctor that was in the crowd that was brought in by whatever Rain Wilson's character's name is for the life of me, I can't remember these people's names. Well, I should say the the others. I can't remember their names. But when I realized that they were twins, I was a little confused at first. It's like. What do they mean we haven't decided yet and then you know the father figure let them have i guess the last meal together and then dr chris chrissy um gave the the one that decided that was picked some type of it looked like a wafer but it looked like it had some type of like barcode on it it was weird but clearly that is how the virus is spread like she was sick but she wasn't dying yet so these kids must have been given something like i i thought that they just unleashed the virus but it seems to be more diabolical than that like they literally fed them the stages of the disease and that in itself is just ridiculous like i don't know what their end plan is it sounds like they're trying to control the population by these viruses i have no idea what the plan is but i just know that it's it's so effed up i have like i can't even describe how i feel about it it's pretty terrible like oh it's just so diabolical they hadn't like never had jello before crab legs um what else was there there was uh like pies and cakes sundaes like I just the whole thing was just terrible and then the fact that the dad was breaking down and then the other twin was like you need to get it together you should have named us like these kids are really warped like they I guess when you're told your whole life that you're sacrificed and you're gonna die but it's for the greater good I mean everything we learn about ourselves we're taught So if you're taught that your whole life, of course you wouldn't know any better. So, I mean, I could tell the one that died was scared, but she did what she thought was her purpose. So I guess him giving them a purpose means something because, you know, some people die without ever knowing what their purpose is. So I guess that's a good death. But just the whole thing was, it was really hard to watch. Like it's, I'm watching this and I'm seeing like, 
I don't, I'm not a twin. So clearly I don't know what it feels like to be twins. I don't even, like, I only have the one kid, so I don't have twins, but I'm just imagining like looking at yourself dying because they're identical twins. It cannot, like it has to do something to your psyche, but the one that survived didn't seem phased at all. And that has to be something that's programmed. Like they're taught to have their purpose their whole life. Like this was you were put here for. And I mean, they okay with it um I will say you know Christina I when you I didn't even it never even occurred to me that that guy who was the other doctor that was planted that um Rain Wilson's character brought in with him saying that's my partner it never even occurred to me that that could possibly be someone planted there like that didn't even register to me until you brought it up and then I went back thinking about it and I was like you know what absolutely right he was planted and sure enough he was but I need to know if you if this is what you thought like I know you said he was planted but is this what you thought was gonna happen is this what you had in mind because I I mean I am flabbergasted I never it never even occurred to me that this was a possibility when you said he was planted I'm thinking okay he's just there to see what he knows or maybe sabotage his vaccine so it doesn't work but what actually happened oh lord i i was not ready i did not see it coming at all the whole thing was just so sad to watch like it just broke my heart watching the oh my god and then they come out with the 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 survivor and they're screaming we have a cure we have a cure and everybody's screaming free vaccine free vaccine like oh my god the whole that whole thing was diabolical like i don't know how this man comes up with this stuff but he is really an evil genius like that's all I can say about Dr. Chrissy evil genius the other thing I want to um point out was when we saw on the news Grant that like he was set up to be the fall person for the murder of that family that was pretty his reaction was like whoo and then it just tra- everything just went straight up downhill from there like seeing that and then Jessica telling him yeah this is what the harvest does and then Ian looked up and his family's in crit- critical condition from salmonella I think is what I saw um the his whole family and then of course Wilson googled his family and we all knew he they were dead like we just knew it that whole scene and then him being in Becky's face oh it was too much oh my god I I knew he was gonna like flip out in expectedly and understandably when he found out his whole family was dead like because it wasn't just you know his dad and him and his mom his whole family was there like he had a niece at least we know one niece his brother sister siblings there like it was like three generations of people in that house his dad his dad's dad matter of fact four generations was up in that house so he lost his whole ass family so I get it I get it and I knew Jessica was going to react exactly how she reacted like she is only focused on her father and I mean I guess you know you did do some research I can't I never watch a show 
and assume someone is anything like I never say okay this person shows the signs of a psychopath or a sociopath or narcissistic or this person has borderline personality disorder because to me um when people write shows I I find it hard to believe that most of them understand that clinical difference so I don't just jump to that conclusion i still i can i only go by facts that i've seen if they say okay this person has borderline personality disorder then okay i'll start looking for the signs but i think it's my medical brain that i don't i just i know the education i had to go to to go through to to be able to see things like that and i refuse <laughs> when i tell you i refuse to believe that someone who's never went to school would be able to do what i do because that education costs me a lot of money and my mind refuses to let anyone else just know that stuff so i'm i'm never going to be the one to say oh yeah definitely narcissistic definitely borderline i only say it if, if it's something that's canon and they they brought it up um i they showed us that she's emotionally and developmentally stunted by going in the what was it she went underneath the sink and she was crying i know that's something that children do because i've seen it with my own eyes and like i said i have a degree in child psychology that's something children do they you know they find like a hiding place or a doll or something something that they that's theirs that they can have control over so hi her hiding was the her thing that might have been something she did when she was younger maybe that was what they told her to do when they when something scary was happening go go in the closet or something like that so that's a childhood thing that she does so i feel like i can safely say jessica is developmentally stunted she like i understand that you're christina that you're saying that she acts like an adult or whatever but no her tantrums aren't the same as a tantrum of someone that's two because a two-year-old isn't like they don't have the dexterity or the fine motor skills to do certain things so their tantrums usually end up with them throwing things or crying or screaming or kicking on the floor a tantrum for an adult because i've seen those two developmentally stunted an adult with you know that might be a little delayed or um maybe not you know mentally handicapped but they're just they're maybe their developmental age is maybe like eight nine ten i've seen them have a tantrum and they can throw words with the best of them but they're still having a tantrum when you're an adult you learn that you can't act like that like that's something you learn over time as an adult as you get older as you mature you can't just say whatever is on your mind and the fact that Jessica says that lets me know that she's developmentally stunted. It's not her fault. She wasn't taught. It's not something that you just know. It's something you 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 develop over the years from guidance. And and that's one of the reasons why children that you know have um, bad, I guess that didn't grow up in the best environment, they don't have a lot of coping skills and they don't have a lot of good emotional uh intelligence because it's not something they were taught and some people don't learn it until they're grown some people have to learn it on the job when they get sent to an emotional intelligence training because they did not learn it when they were a child not everybody even when you have decent parents not everybody knows it and like i said jessica 
is developmentally stunted and every episode I see it um her telling like her telling um Wilson I don't have time for you to have an emotional breakdown very childish like you give the man a minute like how hard is that would that change anything or why don't you stay here and get your shit together and and Grant and I are going to go get the rest of this utopia that is something that an adult would have done because you understand the man just knew he he found out he just lost his whole family he is no good to you whether you force him to do something or not you're gonna put a gun in his head it's not gonna change anything you can shoot him you might as well kill him now because he's gonna feel how he's gonna feel and only thing that's gonna change him feeling that way is for him to release those emotions and him to get over himself you can't force something like that and it's childish for her to assume that you can demand and yell and slap and kick and punch or shoot and someone's gonna listen to you you know you feel what you feel and it takes it takes however long it takes for you to get over it and that's the bottom line so i'm gonna let you go ahead and diagnose jessica i don't want to give writers that much credit unless they have a, a, a a degree in psychology or sociology or they they went to medical school i refuse to allow some writer to be just as smart as me and i don't care how petty that sounds it's the truth this education that i have cost me a lot of money wasted a lot of my time and it's really all i have so i just i cannot allow a writer to just know this stuff so i don't want to assume that she, they they wrote her as a sociopath i'm sorry <laughs> i can't um the uh other thing was uh i don't know if i actually said about grant's reaction he was he really looked shook like brokenhearted like I did not do that like why would they say that like he really looked torn and then when Wilson was going ham on uh Becky even Grant like he I think he was still reeling over his own emotional distraughtness from being I don't even think that's a real word his emotional overload of being called a family murderer but even he was like leave her alone he said it real soft but he he was trying to defend Becky and I I guess it is a good question though like why not like she said she doesn't have family we haven't seen we know she was living by herself and she has like a chair that she straps herself in um when she starts to seize which means she probably doesn't have anyone because I feel like if if someone in the house saw you seizing especially something that you've had they would know how to handle it so her way of protecting herself from hurting herself is uh to be strapped in um because a, a a a lot of the times when people um if they do seize and they hurt themselves and no one's around that causes most of the injuries from them falling or hitting their head on something or biting their tongue or stuff like that safety is a, is a big thing um when you do seizure precautions at my job because because of the danger of having a seizure and it happening before you're prepared it can cause a lot of damage so i feel like she probably doesn't have a lot of family if any um but she does have that dis disorder and we don't know how she got it so i mean for all we know the harvest gave it to her like intentionally which is from what it seems like is what they've been doing so but i mean he did have a good question why not why not why is she fine um 
and I think Ian was saying she was fine even though she really wasn't because she literally just had a seizure in the bathtub right before that shit hit the fans so yeah so I think he probably was just trying to protect her the best way he knew how by saying she's fine um the last point I want to touch on was that ending because I for the life of me did not did not see it coming I I don't know if I'm by myself on that but I really didn't expect like when he when he was when Arby was on the wall and Jessica was coming in and he was just waiting for her and he had the gun on her I was like well shit he is he gonna kill her damn is this the end no more Jessica High. what the hell are rest I'm gonna do without her they don't know anything and that just didn't go how I planned like he was like I don't want to do it anymore do you want to keep utopia do you you should you shouldn't I don't think you should read it and she was like I have to and he was like well you need to eat before you do because after you after you read this honey you are not gonna want to eat and I was like this isn't this is not how I expected it and then he goes you know if you need me I'll be home like so do they know each other I feel like you said this Christina that you thought home was like that little classroom the fact like the way that they mimicked each other's moves the way that they kept blocking each other the way that they had the same gun I cannot imagine that that is a coincidence this it has to be she had to have been a part of that why she ended up being singled out I guess now is the question but they have to be cut from the same cloth like like they let up they told us that Artemis taught Jessica everything but clearly the harvest must have taught Artemis because she taught Jessica just like Arby was taught like that in itself is just blowing my mind like I I want to watch the next episode so bad you have no idea like I cannot wait I probably will not wait until the day that it's due I'm probably gonna re-watch it before probably on my next day off which is Wednesday and I am so excited about it like that ending blew me and I'm so intrigued Jessica has you all of utopia now Arby already read it and whatever he read just kicked him straight over the other I think when he killed the mom he's fine with killing adults but then when he saw Alice Allison Allison's reaction you could see in his face how he changed like his eyes were warning like he's about to cry so whatever whatever happened whatever twig he had that was bending finally snapped and he's over it and I think reading that reading utopia he was like yeah that's some bullshit I don't want to do this anymore so now he's on Jessica's side like that I am shook and I I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say so I've went way over 10 minutes so I'm in here so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out so that's miss Mimi with her feedback the first part I wanted to address was um her being um, uh, emotionally stunted I don't think I said that she wasn't emotionally stunted now I, I didn't go back and listen to my last <laughs> podcast but I don't believe I did say that she wasn't. I do believe that you can have a pathos like being a sociopath. And it doesn't like I feel people hear terminology and I'm not specifically talking to you at this point. 
and you hear that and it means a negative thing and i don't i believe that you can develop i mean people have social anxiety like i have social anxiety um i think having sociopathic tendencies doesn't mean that negate that you got them from probably early childhood development uh developmental problems or issues and clearly that's things that they um they go through and it's not to say you are just because you're labeled as sociopath psychopath that everything applies like you can't take a crayon brush and make everyone the same other under every pathos no you're usually going to have certain behaviors and you do need a psychologist to diagnose you properly when i'm looking into such research i'm just trying to understand the characters better and if there are words that encompass that or a pathology that can do so i'm thoroughly intrigued on learning more now that leads into your second statement feel the way you feel you have the degree in childhood development though i must say i do not agree with um your idealism that a writer or someone who is without that education or that degree is capable of writing or writing for characters that have those pathos usually like first and foremost like Jillian Flynn is not only she's the the writer of this show and the author she is not only someone who is a writer like and maybe I'm not and maybe I'm taking I should say a little uh, on that as a writer you always one research the subject in which you want to speak on and when you are developing characters that is one of the first things you do you always like even when i'm writing a character for the one short story that i'm doing right now i i'm basing that off of certain pathologies that i've read and done research on you anyone can go out and do research you don't need a diploma to do so at least i don't believe that you need a diploma to do so and be able to speak capably and responsibly about a subject I've seen it happen in shows and in other things. Maybe other people aren't labeling them, but I do believe when you go into interviews with these writers and these, even these actors, when they're studying a character, they have a tendency to actually do the investment of research. Now, every film is not like that, of course, and that's why you separate and why we have people who do better accolades than those who don't so not only is jillian flynn a writer but she's also a journalist she also graduated from northwestern she went to college i don't think that you need to have a degree in that particular field not to have taken psychology classes when you're in college so while i respect your opinion on that one i have to say i got a little heated in my soul when you said it because i know that when you are a good writer a responsible writer someone who and she also is a journalist she was a journalist before she even went into this career of directing and writing that there are people that put a lot of effort into building these characters and yes that means doing it right by doing the research by going out there you know look at all the directors you look behind the scenes that have uh talked to actual professors it's not even what they do they actually go out 
And not only that, her, Jillian Flynn's parents are both professors at college. So these, she is someone who's well-read, very competent. I trust she knows exactly the kind of character she wants. And then if you read some of her critiques, she says, um, one of the one of, uh, I wanted to pick out a statement she wrote in 2015 when she said her decision to write cruel female characters saying I've grown quite weary of the spunky heroes brave rape victims soul searching fascinista, fashionistas that stock so many books I particularly mourn the lack of female villains good potent female villains characters that is what she wants and if you are going to build that it has to be done through knowing a lot about the psychology behind that again look into her work sharp objects if you've never known that that's all about dysfunctional violence self-harm if you look into the other book she did gone girl um that's another uh deep very deep psychological thriller so i mean And then I'm going back also to Ridley Scott because I know that's another one I've been talking a lot of psychology around as well. And he is also someone who went to London school. And if you've ever been to a London school, psychology is one of the things that you have to learn. Like people there, I would love to have gone to school in Britain, but that's a whole other thing. But I just, yeah, I, I took an immediate feedback on drawback on that reaction again. You are, you would feel exactly the way you feel. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just giving another feeling about that, that I just don't coincide the two things. And I know what you're saying. I worked hard for this. I paid money for this. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anyone can't learn. It's, it's, uh, you know, I don't, I'm also of the mindset. You don't need a degree to be successful. Uh, everything I've learned has been outside of a, a of a college education you know, I went to college for two years. I got my medical associate's degree, medical, my associate's degree in medical office administration. And yet I still took classes in psychology. I still took a, quite a few classes in creative writing. I took a lot of classes in history, but then most of my education after that point, including some of the psycho, uh, psychology um is research and research can be done by simply doing the work um a research paper is basically what when you're in college going to the library going to the internet looking it up you're reading the books you can educate yourself you don't need a degree to validate your education sorry i got really passionate about that and i'm not mad i don't want you to be mad i don't want you to be offended either i just feel passionately the other direction about that statement then um wilson's re- uh, reaction being realistic i completely agree on that i think he was like back it up and i was like boy back up off but everybody be scared because everyone knows they knew his family was dead except for grant so that's also another reason why like yeah you can be pissed off at me in this moment even if it's irrational it's a lot it's definitely within your rights and like you said it's not just his one generation he got like every generation in his family was in that house and they were wiped the hell out and that is awful just awful 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 and i think that's gonna cause uh something in him to snap why wouldn't it you are now alone in a generation and within a few generations 
and that's if i mean can you imagine wilson having kids that's not something he's gonna have so now his entire dna genetic line stops with him so he's definitely going to be in a different mind space than everyone else but he's decided i believe to focus that energy on now he's renewed and taken that anger and put it where it needs to be and that's on the people that did it right uh what else did you say something about medical and i was like i worked in direct care <laughs> something um about that too like i was giving pills and shit i don't know where i was coinciding that though and then i was thinking exactly but i have a different thought so take uh take this on for size what if arnimus worked for christy who has this not just that house right i think it's if it's all these kids because clearly it's more kids than we think we we've seen if they're called the harvest clearly they got more probably than that classroom wherever this place is artemis was like the trainer there right and then we know that what was her name jessica <laughs> we know that jessica went there when she was she was moved there when she was seven or eight so maybe i'm going back to the story that was told last episode that whenever the the rabbit and his crew those those scientists decided to walk off and do some other stuff that that's when jessica maybe went to this place called home where all the scientists worked on experiments and stuff i still think there's more than one because there's more than one rabbit in the comment in the comics and they show that once again so maybe she went to this home and then she was introduced to all these other kids but unlike her because she had her own yellow house so clearly like because she was the daughter of a scientist and maybe these other kids aren't their personal children she was the only he was the only one who had a kid is that nah, not this is all supposition i have no fucking clue and to your other point no i did not at all see what was coming with the twins not even a little bit i was like okay this is really diabolical but yeah artemis was like the trainer and then for some reason like she maybe fell in love with the other i don't know fell in love with the, the with her father or liked her father whatever broke them out right and then the father was recaptured like he really didn't die in the fire and they like recaptured him and that's why they want her back i don't know but i think you're definitely on to something artemis definitely trained arby but i'm guessing he trained and he she trained jessica but it seems as if she trained her after they escaped they spent a whole bunch of time together so yeah what is this hierarchy what is home what is its purpose how do they get all these kids i think they get all the kids from the the juvenile the, the system because like i said they brought it up earlier about how the child care system at this point and if there's overpopulation there's a lot more kids than there is parents and parents aren't taking care of those said kids so they give them up for adoption so on and so forth and then you have christy taking all of these children giving them their purpose and i know what you said hey it's uh it's good to have a purpose in life yes i agree it is good at least they do have their purpose and they believe it 
wholeheartedly it's only us looking on the outside that's like this is fucked up i think i covered all the points um y'all don't be bad at me and argue me and me me disagree <laughs> we do it often and it's totally fine <laughs> we still love each other but um with that let's see what queen shy has to say hey christina it's shy i'm here to talk about utopia episode five and i'm gonna just tell you right now uh, my, my nerves are bad my i'm not in a good headspace uh, i'm 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 traumatized i don't know if i can do it anymore this show has got me it's got me christina i don't know if i can do it what was up with this damn episode I was either on pins and needles, I was crying, I had to freaking pause the show when Arby got to Kim's house, Kim and Alice's house. I was like, no, please, no, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I literally paused for like five freaking minutes. I was like, okay, trying to mentally prepare myself from what I might see because this show is so damn unpredictable. It's so freaking unpredictable. And so I was like, yeah, they only dropped a couple of bodies. So <laughs> please don't do nothing to Kim and Alice, please. But yeah, only half my prayers were answered. <sighs> anyway, I'll get to that in a second. These mofos, man. These Christies, oh my God! And I'm and I and yes, this episode confirmed it. Thomas is a lot more uh, psychotic than his father. That dude is, yeah, he is. Mm -mm. He's the one to look out for. I think Christy has a little bit of a heart. <laughs> Even though he's still cold butt, but his son, and yes, uh, um, I think you said it, Christina. This is his bio only biological child, and he's vicious. Oh my gosh, holy cow! Anyway, so my thoughts are, and correct me if I'm wrong, either they're kidnapping these kids and these like um i'm gonna say kids that are forgotten kids and forgotten in society or whatever and they're taking them in and they're brainwashing them because um we see that lily and charlotte were talking about dale being a sponsor and so is that is jessica's father was he a sponsor for jessica like they're all in this cult and that cult-like building being raised to um, indoctrinated into this this cultish lifestyle and then they get some of them get uh or they all get sponsored into families that are part of the cult so that's yeah that's something to you know i thought that was interesting um so yeah, I mean that what his wife, Chrissy's wife, has to be in on it. There's no way that she doesn't know what's going on. I mean, there's just way too many moving parts. All these kids, and um, 
yeah, I, I believe she's in the know. Yeah, peep that saying that um, Dale said um, reminded me of um, the scene with Barry and Iris um, about your heart being on the outside of your body. That's exactly what Iris said to Barry when Nora died. So I was like, oh, it's a little callback or a little parallel to another show that I watch. All I can say about this episode is I hated it and I loved it at the same time. I mean, I hated it because, you know, someone that I really didn't want to die died. But outside of that, I love this show. This show is crazy. This cult is crazy. And they played Stearns. They played him like crazy. Played him like a freaking violin. He just... He's like, oh, we can't get them this way. We'll go the back way. We'll go the scenic route to get to exactly where the hell we would have started to begin with when he busted in Christie's office and was talking about this, the cure with or the vaccine with the dean. So, they, I mean, they just basically got what they wanted in the end. I mean, the same thing he was trying to do <clears throat> in the office, he basically did anyway. So... Again, by playing, oh my gosh, they play Stearns. And he's on his knees. He's like doing the chant, not even understanding that he got played. But he'll understand. I think he'll figure it out that, um, yeah, that (laughs) he was just a pawn in this whole thing. Well, we see that Wilson flipped flipped his shit when he found out about his family which we knew was going to happen eventually. Of course, I was not expecting to find out about Ian's family. Um, so, yeah, that was um, a twist. And so, yeah, um, that would be interesting because uh, Becky, well, no, Ian says he doesn't, you know, she was trying to encourage him to, you know, try to sneak away and see his family. But he's like, no, nah. Um so he had the he was a voice of reason in this one while Becky was um trying to console him and um I I mean I really I think I said this before but I I mean I and I definitely in this episode I really enjoy their dynamic their relationship um and again Ian he's starting to I'm starting to warm up to Ian he wasn't that he wasn't bad in this episode he was pretty pretty decent so yeah yeah I was about to um I was about to say with Wilson I'm like hey you need to back off from Becky dude you need to back off of course that does make me curious as to her family um you know if she has family or not I mean she did try to look in the laptop to see what was going on but I find that interesting that we didn't get a chance to see her situation um so i'm wondering if there's something to that yeah but back to the dale thing with lily and charlotte and oh that i mean that was crazy but lily was saying you never should have named us and um she uh, it's like they all have this similar affect this similar way of the way they are like um lily Charlotte, Jessica, Arby, I mean, and Thomas, like they're all, 
yeah, they, you know, they all carry themselves a certain way. Um, so I found that very interesting. And so I'm thinking, I mean, I mean, you kind of kiboshed my theory about that being Arby's son. But I'm like, why did he react that way to just that kid? I mean, he was he seemed to be fine when he, you know, when he put down the family in the dining room. But when they got to him closing the door and getting to that one kid, he seemed to have a hard time doing it. So that's why. And of course, like I said, he looks like Arby. He looks like a small version of Arby. So yeah, that's where my mind went. So yeah, obviously I was wrong. So the thing that these kids are keep saying and this cult keeps talking about is the purpose. So I'm wondering like how, like who who's recruiting who, like how long this cult has been going on. Um, and you know, for adults, I mean, do they recruit people into the cult? I mean, how do they recruit people into this cult? Um, cause again, we got Dale and I'm sure there's other adults that are sponsoring kids. So that'd be interesting to find out. Of course, Jessica talking about things are getting dangerous. I'm like, really? Uh, no, hello. Everything's, I mean, <laughs> Things are already dangerous. Uh, they've been dangerous for a while. They've been dangerous since episode one. So, talking about the things are getting dangerous. Like, no, we've crossed that bridge a long time ago. <laughs> Jessica cracked me up when he was tell when she was telling um, Grant to look entitled. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, that yeah, that one that was a funny line. Also, this reminded me, I, I ain't gonna lie, Christina, this <laughs> this reminded me of this scene um, when uh, Jessica was telling Becky, you know, no boyfriend, girlfriend, and Becky was like, no, uh, so I'll just have meaningless sex. She's like, no, not that either. Yeah, for some reason you came to mind in that tweet that you um, <laughs> sent out. And she's like, no, you can't run. You know, when they bust through the house, it's hard to run <laughs> when you have a when you have a dick in your inside of you. Like okay. <laughs> Anyways, so back to I know I'm going I'm all over the place, so you're just gonna have to forgive me because you know as I'm thinking of I just watched the episode, my mind is still trying to process everything that happened. My emotions are everywhere. Um, but when Lily was Lily trying to protect Dale when she was trying to calm him down, you know, cause she felt like, you know, cause he seemed like he was losing it, um, when Charlotte died. And so she had to try to talk him off the ledge cause she, I'm sure she felt that he was going to be on the chopping block if, uh, if she didn't reel him in and so that he can fulfill his purpose. And, you know, his role in that whole thing that was um, played out uh, in front of the media and then FDA and all that good stuff. Man, I mean, I, I'm I'm impressed. You know, Christy, Kevin and Thomas, you know, they 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 are <laughs> they are some. They are clever sons of bitches. Excuse my French, but that's all I can say. They some clever mofos because wow i mean there are like 
four or five steps ahead they're like they're I mean of course RB I mean like I said in the last last pot my last feedback and that was shown in this one I mean he's the outlier he's the um the unpredictable or unknown factor in all this now because who the hell knows what that dude is thinking because I did not see that coming I mean I love the fight scene between him and um Jessica I I just knew I'm like please don't go in that house please don't go in that house um but they did and he ended up not killing her for whatever reason so um that's interesting and he says um you know where to find me back home something like that so again that just let that just tells me and I could be wrong that Jessica's part of, was part of all of that and somehow she escaped or um someone helped her escape maybe Artemis um got her out of there I'm not sure so that'll be interesting to find out so on that note I think um yeah I need to go yeah my mind is all over the place so I've gone over my time I'm sure there's more that I would like to say and want to say but um I'm gonna have to call it with what I have so I love this episode and yeah I'm just this is this show has been awesome um yeah oh yeah the rabbit thing what's up with the rabbit that's the order 2472 because that's the name of the episode and that was like what so the rabbits are the cure or the vaccine okay anyway maybe you have some theories I have none I don't know what that was about so now I'm done now I'm done all right until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy and that was queen shy with her feedback I'm trash, y'all, because I was going, I don't understand this heart outside the body, and she gonna bring up it's the West Allen thing, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, so I will definitely land myself on top of that grenade and explode from embarrassment. <laughs> But all them questions you had, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the bunny rabbits. I I think your theory is spot on about them just taking abandoned children. But that's also me guessing as well. I think I, I kind of said the same thing. Maybe they're all orphans or something or just lost to the system. I would think you'd have to get them really young, though. But then again, how many people give up their children? So, yeah, that is a thing. And... Yeah, I know you were shocked about the Alice and Kim. I was sad about Kim, too. I was like, oh, I had a feeling Alice was not going to be shot. I was just thinking they build up that connection with her and Grant. And Grant's the only kid in this group. He needs someone to relate to. And I just had a feeling Alice was going. And she was very interested in Utopia. She's trying to be his girl. But damn, man. Kim was a good person. She didn't deserve all that. She did and then it was really it was even sadder with Alice's reaction and Mimi said the same thing when he started tearing up you felt bad for him you was like oh my god Army doesn't want to do this he's broken and like clearly they're never gonna hate like if I was that little girl I'd be totally trying to kill Arby 
and I, I would stand her for that but at the same time I don't want RB hurt I have no idea where this show is going I don't know what's happening with the bunny rabbits um maybe that's the way everyone because I think only I could be totally wrong though I think it's only Dale that was planted his family and maybe all the other people are real so they clearly got the vaccine or got the flu to them somehow and maybe it's through the rabbits some way so I don't know what like they take them to the schools or something and you know kids always doing creepy stuff with rabbits like (laughs) not creepy stuff but you know what I mean like that would be something they'd be interested in fucking with I don't know or maybe the rabbits I don't know what else they they don't like golden egg <laughs> lay a cadbury egg and the kids pick them up and eat them <laughs> that's so stupid no um or this could be have something to do with the vaccine 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 <laughs> that they need them to i don't know i don't know what the hell the rabbits are are for i have no idea because it looks like they were packed in a crate and what did the i don't think i saw other than live animals i didn't think i saw anything on the truck so maybe i don't know maybe this is the release of another virus a more deadlier one i don't know i don't know i can't figure out their end game i know i've said i don't know 500 times in the last two minutes but that would be where i'm at i have no clue and yeah ian is definitely growing on me strangely enough this couple is not well i like becky i like ian i'm far more intrigued on the the shadier side of folks like rb jessica i think if if i had to pick it would be actually i think i started the first two correct <laughs> rb jessica and then grant i just love grant and i yes you're so right mimi i forgot you said that too but when he's just like leave her alone he really wants to jump in there but you know how sometimes you're afraid to jump in the middle of something because you're like i know i really at the end can't do shit which is why ian was standing there too like i'm gonna be the barrier but I can't really do anything to stop you from yelling because technically you have every right to be yelling right now. So yeah, I think we have all reconciled ourselves to the same thoughts, same feelings, same emotions. You can do it. You can do it. Question for the room though. Has anyone went back to the episode where they were in the house and she looked at the photo of her dad? Because I went back and looked at it because another fan told me to go back and look at it and it kind of does look like John Cusack in disguise so go back and look at that they brought up twins several times this episode I think there may be a link there or I could be way off base but hey it's all I have to work with right now because I have no clue what we could find out next if you want to join the conversation you can send feedback once again at blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast Blackout Couch Reviews on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes and leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blackout magic.